dazed and confused, maybe in a little bit, but uh, but this podcast <laughs> is going to be about going AWOL. Going AWOL. Going AWOL. Not, not a good thing. Um, but, uh, you know, in, in discussing what type of mindset sets you apart from the people that go AWOL and, in, in life. And, yeah. And that could be literally like military installation that we'll talk about or or figuratively um <laughs> or spiritually or spiritually or whatever it is <laughs> fungally um, um yeah you were what brought this up we were talking about this a couple weeks ago uh there was an incident uh, uh we were in at my school near columbia south carolina yeah where your kids go to school yeah um dude jumped on the it was he was a he was in basic training he at was, fort jackson he jumped on a bus and Held the bus hostage or yeah. something like that. He was right? three weeks into basic training, um, and see, so we can't find the. I've got article at some point. Yeah, um, I've got a AJC article that talks about it. Cool. Um, but basically, he was three weeks into basic training, and I guess it was, let's say, maybe after breakfast, and they were probably cleaning their rifles. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that we used to do that. What seemed like the entire day, just because they're like, "Oh, we don't have any training planned <laughs> today, so uh, we're gonna do PT, eat, and then you're gonna clean your rifles for uh, ten hours." And like, you could you could clean your rifles for ten hours. Yeah, it felt like it. Um, I mean, when there's no other outside, you know, stimulus and um, that it feels like ten hours. But um, so he he left. And and left his training area, and he left with his rifle. And he said, or it says, this is all allegedly, by the way, just to protect us. But um, <laughs> just protect us. Just to protect us. We're from, talking about guys going AWOL with weapons. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. okay. Um, but he said that he took it because to leave his weapon there would have caused suspicion. Like, whose weapon is this? You know, the accountability part of it. But if he's gone without his weapon and nobody really notices him, you know. Oh. Yeah. So he takes his weapon, um, crawls out. I think that he was, I don't know if it was before or after, but uh, I think he was trying to flag down people on the highway to and, like, hitting cars in order to get in cars. Why do you think a bus stopped? Well, it didn't. Um, So, so... Fort Jackson, I-77 is right next to it. So he gets across, he gets through Constantine Wire um, to get off the fort. Um, he didn't go through the gate, okay? <laughs> yeah, he's got to climb over yeah. some shit. Um, and it just, anyway, watching the reporters ask questions like, can you, you know, right. is it all patrolled? You know, yeah, it's a, it's a perimeter of about... Yeah, you know what works out to two hundred miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we it's, we patrol and have Jackson cameras. Yeah, shit. exactly. Yeah. It's one of the largest training bases um, in the country. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so he goes through Constantine Wire. He gets. Um, yeah. He crosses seventy I seventy seven, and then he goes into a neighborhood um, that's right next to there, and he uh, uh, opportunistic, I guess, a elementary school uh, bus stops and the bus driver said that he looked like a teenager mm-hmm. he's 23 huh. or is 23 um, but he looked like a teenager and he was in um, uh, PT wear so you know basically shorts and a t-shirt 
like every other te- teenager I know. Um, and the bus driver thought that he was getting on, thinking he was, you know, going on the wrong bus. Mm. He's like, uh, you know, and the bus driver even says, "Hey, you're on the wrong bus." That's when he pulls out the M4 and points. Pulls it out from where? How do you behind him? If you have shorts and your your BDU, your, He's behind. your he, shirt on, I know, but it's like I pulled out my M4. Yeah. Where were you hiding yeah. that thing? Um, but he <laughs> whoopsie. Pulls out the M4, points it at the. Um, I think there might be a video in in this one, but there's he definitely aims it video. He'll um, stick him up, and he aims it at the the bus driver, and. Yeah, so um, funny. Uh, he tells him to drive, and then I think he wanted the bus driver to take him to, you know, the next town. And that's what the article said. I'm like, I don't know where that is, but um, <laughs> take me to West Columbia. Yes, <laughs> that's that's <laughs> not, where I can be. Yeah, going very far. he's from New Jersey, so he doesn't know. yeah. Um, he just missed his mama. And so you know, watching the video, he's got the gun pointed at him, mm-hmm. and then I think he says, you know, at some point, like, I don't want to hurt it. Well. The kids that are on the bus, they start. I mean, all the kindergartners that are on the bus that have phones, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, hey. Uh, they they're taking video. They're calling right. their parents. They're texting their parents. Right. Um, and then some of them actually go up and start asking him if he's going to kill the bus driver, if he's going to kill them. Oh man. The guy got so oh, man. pissed off and upset yeah. that he stopped the bus after six minutes of this and he's like, Everybody get off. <laughs> I mean look, you wanna solve you wanna solve all the problems in the Middle East. Let's just send a busload of kindergartners to asking questions all like, day. <laughs> like that whole what would a fifth grader say thing like or or um They will give or, up. Yeah. Um anyway. Um <clears throat> so so then the bus is stopped, and he tries to start it, and he can't drive the bus because mm. guess what? Because he's a twenty-three-year-old idiot. Well, that, and okay. also it's apparently hard to drive a bus. <laughs> I wouldn't know. No, exactly. Um, and so, and, and maybe it was a stick shift. I don't know. I don't think they are now, but um, <laughs> maybe. But, um, so, South Carolina, we have pretty old buses. No, this was a brand new bus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and so he he <laughs> can't figure out how to drive the bus. So. He also can't figure out how to open the door, you know, the <laughs> well, bus door okay, that well. closes shut. He can't figure out how to quite open that. So he, like, pushes the thing and then goes down the it stairs and it closes on him. He's like, uh, <laughs> and then, um, And then finally, like, uh, what was it? Our, our sheriff for the county yes. personally chased his ass down. Yeah. Um, is what I understand. <laughs> and, and arrested him personally. Um <laughs> And uh, I take offense to that. Oh my God! Yeah, um, that Michael that Michael Jordan meme, and I took offense, offense to that. To that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was one person, and it, it, that that went AWOL. But but I feel like there's almost an AWOL mentality that. Okay, in that literal position, like, and, and so if you don't know what AWOL is, um, AWOL is absent without leave. So right. you could, and and I've seen some things um, in like military.com and everything to where like they're trying to redefine AWOL right now because, you know, sometimes you oversleep and you don't <laughs> go to work. It's not the same as being AWOL. Technically, you're able. I know it's technically. Yes, but. yes, yes, uh, yes. Exactly. But but um, I just wouldn't want to be late for a meeting, and everybody's like, "Well, he's dead." 
Like it's a big jump. <laughs> no, no. Well, the thing was is is um like I, the... I think in Fort Hood there were um there were soldiers that they said you know oh these people have gone AWOL. Turns out they were dead for one reason what? or another. Okay. Uh, after investigation, um, and so so that was why they're trying to redefine like you know so, but it's, if it's reported as they're AWOL, you know, I don't know I. I it, but I but know how the inner workings of the military, right? But then nomenclature work. <laughs> desertion is like the next level. Of okay, um, and you know that's like I believe it's in in wartime, which technically I don't think that we've been out of wartime since 1991. If if I'm correct. yeah, it's like the forever war, yeah, whatever they call it. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and it's like 20 you know, years. in fact, be, you know, I was in 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 98 to 2001 before I broke my back, and we were actually. In wartime, and this was before September 11th happened, so okay. we were all confused. Like, oh, we get the you know a wartime ribbon, but there's no you know there's no actual. I didn't go anywhere. War, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, what is what going on mean? here? Um, and then September 11th happened, and yeah. then yeah. Um, so, so that desertion happens in time of war um and it's like you know the the next level um and and that used to be punishable by firing squads um this desertion probably should be yeah exactly um so so but but there's a i feel like there's a mentality that that leads somebody to go a wall in this physical sense um uh, i was telling you about um the, the serial podcast season two, uh, Bo Bergdahl, uh, uh, Private First Class Bo Bergdahl. Oh, where was he? I've heard that name before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because it became a big thing. Okay. Um, but it is uh, in the middle of the night, PFC Bo Bergdahl grabs a notebook, snacks, water, and some cash. Then he quietly slips off a remote U.S. Army outpost in eastern Afghanistan into the dark open desert. About 20 minutes later, it occurs to him he's in way over his head. And then, like, you should. Look, I mean, it's it's I'll an interesting it story um, because of you know like how just everything just started to go downhill. Mm. Um, but also, it's an interesting story. You know, like as a former military person, but even as you know, if you're not a former military person listening to it, going, there were a lot of shitty things that you know that even I dealt with in the army. Um, but what took you to a point? To where you do that, right, and then right. and, and then I mean, like in his case, they had um, you know brigades out in the desert looking for him, mm. and stopped everything. Um, and in fact, with you know with this guy that uh, was at Fort Jackson, you know they've stopped firearm training for a certain amount of time to figure out how they can do better. I mean, right, right. of course, you they know, are. right. Um, and so, so you know, the ramifications aren't just on the person. It's right. all, you know, it's the bus driver that you pointed a gun to. It's the kids yeah. that saw all this. That all their parents that are now pissed. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's the police that have to get involved. It's the mm -hmm. army base going. You know, um, trying to defend. You know, like. Well, yeah, want to figure the, the, out why the guy did well, it. And yeah, what but they do to but also it. the ratio of people that actually leave like that, very small to the amount of people that actually stay. And that's, you know, okay. what's the difference in between that 23-year-old that was three weeks into basic training? You know, there are people that just shut down and quit or, right. or you know, say I'm going to kill myself and, and, and 
you know, then his and his or her entire platoon is on suicide watch for the right. next three days. If anybody ever pulls a corporal clinger anymore, <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other thing, especially yeah, now. I so know. Yeah, I think it's okay. I'm just curious. Yeah, <laughs> he, was, he was always trying to get out. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but you know, and 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 thinking back to the days in Confused, honestly. I remember that movie. I never saw it going into the army. Okay. But I went to Fort Benning um, for infantry training, um, or th- that's where I, I in processed and, and started my army career. Mm. Um, and before you go to your your full basic training, which for infantry is sixteen weeks, for everybody else it's I don't know nine or something like that. Then you go to like your your, where you learn how to do your actual job gotcha. while you're in the military, but for infantry, it's it's all the same. You just go shoot things. Um, <laughs> and um, but the in processing center there is like this dark purgatory, um, and uh, you know you get on a plane. You know I went to Fort Jackson. You know uh, had my had my barcode put on me. <laughs> So they could scan me along the way to track me, <laughs> um, and then, you know, got on a plane to somewhere in Georgia. Then took the bus and ended. I think we you get there like in the middle of the night, or it feels like in the middle of the night. Um, yeah, they and then really care what time you get there, right? Just like right, process them in, and then it's hell after that because you're up all night mm-hmm. and you know you're trying to fill out paperwork and people are yelling at you and they're dumping all your shit out on the floor <laughs> and you know it's yeah. like oh you know um you know <laughs> i brought my soap but this guy brought a knife in his bag you know yeah. like and now we've got to put that away and you'll yeah. never see this stuff for another 30 days and um <laughs> and i don't think the haircuts happen until like maybe the next morning because the barbers aren't on duty at you know two in the morning right they got to come in at yeah, eight in the morning exactly um and and also keep in mind that the um the drill sergeants that are in processing people have just come out of a i believe they've just come out of a drill sergeant rotation oh so they're all amped up they're all amped up <laughs> well, either that or they're just like totally mentally exhausted um and they hate you at this point so <laughs> they just go it's, it's perfect so so it's this perfect storm of you know, if you already, we we know that there's a lot of mental illness, right? In general, and and I don't want to discount any of that, right? Um, but beyond that, if you're if you're not strong mentally anyway, um, then going into that situation, even before you get into basic training, yeah. is tough because, again, it's this purgatory. I think I was I think I was in for like two days and then we had a weekend and i only remember days and confused because over that weekend they show you a movie and they show days and confused (laughs) and um and that was the first time i ever saw them like what's this oh this is actually kind of cool um (laughs) it's a good movie right but but like those two and then i think i was in for like another two two days or something like but but those two to five days that you're there waiting to go to your basic training place is like you know all stimulations cut off. Everything that you've known is cut off, mm. and it's a tough situation. So, also when you come in at you know eleven o'clock at night and you're in processing all hours of the night, over here in the corner are the kids that were trying to go AWOL that they caught. 
and they keep oh. them in this, or at least back then, they keep them in this main huh. room to where everybody's in processing with the lights on at like one o'clock in the morning. Interesting. And those kids are trying to sleep. Well, you know, at that point, they really don't care about them. And I won't call them all the names that they're called as, you know, um, as you're walking by them. Um, But, you know, when I came in, I think that there were five people that were there that had tried to escape. Mm. And, um, And I don't think that you were technically legally AWOL at that point because you haven't even though you've signed a contract, I don't think that it's been fully um, uh, activated. Of that you know, whatever it is, I, it's. I, I feel like they they are just separated and they don't get like a dishonorable discharge or mm. anything like that. As far as I knew back then, um, and then you know, after you have to pass a PT test, you have to have all your shots, get your hair shaved. I went in shaved actually because I yeah. didn't. I didn't pre-shaved because <laughs> you have to pay for. You have to pay for them to shave your hair. Really? Yes. That's weird. Yeah, I mean, even like you get there and you know you've always seen the the you know the yeah. barbers cut. You have to pay for that. What? What? Yeah, and you know like I don't I mean, understand that. Half of these kids, you know, like eighteen, nineteen year old kids that they're half of them are going to the army because they're trying to. What does know, it cost? I don't know. Back then it was like ten bucks. Wait, why? What? I, yeah, exactly. I don't understand that. Yeah, because that was including your tip, I guess. It's but, enough um, to make me want to go AWOL. Yeah, and, and all they're doing is like, I mean, what, you're done. Go what? next. They're not government employees. I don't think so. Or contractors. I don't know. Sorry. Well, they're they're going to be I contractors. Wanna, I don't want to derail this, but this yeah. is weird. <laughs> this is weird. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like they make you pay for it yourself. Like, Maybe that's why at least one of those five people went well, AWOL. Can you decline? Can you be like, no, sir, I'll. They're <laughs> like, no, you're gonna pay anyway. Like, wait, I didn't bring. What happens if you don't bring money? They'll just take it out of your next oh, paycheck. Oh, so that's what they do. Okay. Yeah. Well, and yeah, yeah, or I don't know. I mean, man. Yeah, but <laughs> that's bullshit. But I was like, I'm gonna get them. I'm so gonna cut my own hair. One of your first lessons is that this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Could be. All right. Sorry. Um, yes. There's there's bureaucracy in every level. I just find that amazing. It is funny, in a way. Um, but so, so you you get on a cattle car mm-hmm. to go to basic training. At least back then we did. Maybe now it's like you know plush limousines or something i, I mean we, doubt it. every single every you know who you are every <laughs> single person that's gone through the military always thinks that the people that come after them have it easier oh well, it's the same in college true true but but we would literally call oh oh you're going to cakewalk mm. you're going to cakewalk gotcha. brigade or or, or platoon <laughs> right. or whatever that's right. easy over right. there you know like the people that came in six weeks after us had it had it so right. much easier. I don't think so. Um, but you get off the cattle car, and they immediately come to you with a shark attack, which yep. I've heard, again, for all the cakewalk people that live in La La Land that go into the military now that they're not allowed to do shark attacks, which is basically... I bet they still do. <laughs> I hope so. Um, <laughs> I've seen the videos. Yes. And, but you come out, and you have your stuff, and, like, you know... Don't pack pack light because you're holding up. You know, I had to hold up both of my bags like this until my <laughs> arms dropped, and then when my arms dropped, I had to do push-ups uh, until my arms dropped. Oh, yeah. Um, and huh. uh, uh, but they're yelling at you constantly. I can still I can still see one of their faces. Um, uh, <laughs> but it it's you know it, I mean, but that's so. Why didn't you go AWOL? 
I joked a lot about. I mean, yeah, I know you made everybody made jokes about it. Yes, but I, I like screw this, I'm out of here. You know, I'm sure. I literally said to other people who, when we were talking about the, you know, the shit bags that were going AWOL, Mm -hmm. um, that. That's a pretty nice nickname. Yes, exactly. Um, I would literally say to my friends, I'm like, well, these drill sergeants don't know my (laughs) ex-girlfriends. And the crap that they put me through, and so you know. But I mean, it was always a sure. joke. But the, you know, sure. some of it was true. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I was a little bit older when I went in. But I mean, there were kids. My best friend, um, in basic, uh, he was eighteen, mm. and um, uh, Etheridge, if you're out there. Um, but uh, but, and like. We bonded together. Mm-hmm. You know, I bonded with a couple of guys uh, that were coming up from Puerto Rico on the bus over, and then we all bunked together in that purgatory and in processing. You're just and clinging on to any kind any, of any type of human, anything you know that's yeah, familiar, even from five minutes ago. Right, exactly. Yeah. And and um, that's how that works. And and so, you know, maybe maybe it's that human connection. Um, you know, maybe yeah. for me again, I was a little bit older. But again, like there were young kids. You know, there there was at least one or two that came in at seventeen years old. Right. Um, I mean, our drill sergeant, um, uh, Sergeant Poff, uh, he came in at seventeen years old. Got the waiver to come in at seventeen. One of the first things he did was after he taught us how to clean the latrines <laughs> with one paper towel um <laughs> that sounds like a great yes <laughs> it's awesome terrible time but i taught my son how to do it from them like, well, one with one paper towel yes one <laughs> um but he uh he taught everybody how to shave now huh i was i was 22 23 something like that um you know but there are a lot of kids that Right. Maybe needed that, you right. know. So, so sometimes it, it depends on your drill sergeants. It depends on the people around you. It depends on your mentality and how you deal with things. Mm-hmm. Um, but also keep in mind that you know, even for me, like I left something that I hated, or or I was dissatisfied by, mm. and it was a negative dissatisfaction um, that. I I needed to have a change, and this was probably the most extreme change that I could think of. Yeah. Um, and and so, you know, it, I I kept going back to you know, you decide to do this, so do it, and it, you know, some of it sucked, some of it was fun. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, but but as long as I had that mentality, then I, I probably wasn't going to. Get away! Oh, and 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 also, I, I think I told you one time that um I went in in like oh November 9th, November eleventh, something like that. Um, and we were there for a month or so, maybe a month and a half at the most. Mm-hmm. And then they send you home for two weeks for Christmas and bring you back to basic. Oh my God, that Ugh. is a mind. Why would you do that? Oh, it was horrible. Yeah. Like I'd rather go the entire yeah, 16 well, yeah. weeks. Yeah, just get it. That was horrible because Oof. everything that you know, you're like, okay, I'm here, I'm here, I'm going through the suck. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm That's living like, through the suck and everything. Yeah. And then you, you're like, okay, 
go home and be a regular person for only two weeks. That's like putting on wet shorts before you jump in the pool. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's, oh, it hurts. Yeah. It hurts. I mean, you know, I saw all my friends and, and yeah. I mean, like, how's just, it going? It well, just, it's not done oh, yet. Oh, exactly. Um, <laughs> and then I had to go back. Ugh. Uh, uh, um, Gross. And it, it, it's just like everything else that, you know, that sucks that you do for a second time. Yeah. It sucks even more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, then you, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, what is the difference in what I went through? Or even, again, there were 50 people in, in my barracks for my platoon. Mm-hmm. Um, and and a battalion, is, or at least there, was made up of um, four different platoons. Um, so there's a hundred. No, sorry. There's 200. Do math, Grids. Um, mm-hmm, you know. There's 200 people uh, that are there. And we had one go on suicide watch. And I. I don't think we had any runaway during that time. So it's, you know, and and again, we went 16 weeks. Here at Fort Jackson, they only go for, maybe it is like six weeks or whatever, then they go to their AIT. Um, and, like, if you could only make it halfway through basic training, you know, before you even get to everything right. else, like, where, yeah. where did you go wrong in there? What type mm-hmm. of mentality did, did you not have? Um, and again, I do I do go back to, like, a lot of people are going, are, sometimes they're forced to, because I met yeah. those people, but um, but they're trying to change their lives because they don't see yeah. another option right now. So that is an option for them. And then that dude three weeks in goes, well, this is not an option for me. <laughs> right. Um, and yeah. and then he continually made bad. I mean, uh, nineteen counts of kidnapping is where he's at right now. Plus, well, yeah, a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah, they're, they're figuring out how what else to throw at him. Yeah, they want to bury him. Right, but you know, but he the, embarrassed everybody. The army did come back and say that we legitimately think that he was just trying to go home, but he did it in the worst possible way the quite worst possible way <laughs> um kidnapping a busload of kindergartners right just if if you're wondering not the right take, just, an, take an uber oh i mean i mean run away just dude. on foot run away yeah go away <laughs> yeah i know don't get you made in, it out if if you're thinking about going awol when you join don't the take Army, the m4 don't take the m4 one and then <laughs> two don't, don't get on use a bus. it to get on the bus yeah just i just mean he, he had no it. He had no ammunition, and they knew Doesn't that. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but it's just still the yes. It's it counts the same. Yes, it does. And it counts it's still the same. a gun, and they right. don't care. So so that's it's a good setup. You're in over your head, and and yeah. so but that's in a military sense, and that's you know literally where the words come from. However, it's not just in the military. There are people that go AWOL every single day. Yes. Sometimes they're your family, your friends, your relationship, your coworkers. Mm-hmm other relationships you have and you know so what mindset sets you apart from those people to go AWOL in your life um and you know how can a you help yourself Mm -hmm. to to keep the mindset that you know that doesn't let you do that but two like you know sometimes you also have to help others that are you might see that are going like you have the buddy system in the army you know, I had my battle buddy. Um, they call him something different now, don't they? Probably, yeah. I don't know. I we, thought I read that somewhere. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to look it up because I like battle buddy because it yeah, just—it sounds so fun. <laughs> it does. It sounds so fun, and 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 it feels like you're playing like laser tag or something. Yeah, and my battle buddy Griff, um, 
Griff and Grizz. Griff and that's, Grizz. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like well, a movie. I think his last name actually was Griff, um, but he was from Miami. He was National Guard, so he just had to go through basic, and then he got to go home. <laughs> I was like, oh, <sighs> and like he goes home. I mean, Miami. He was like, yeah, man, I got you know these white pants that I wore while I'm going oh clubbing. I'm like, oh, you. <laughs> I I need to look him up. Oh um, boy. Yeah. So. Um, but they're like, they, if he had a battle buddy or whatever it's called now, then, you know, a good battle buddy yells at you and says, what the fuck are you doing? You know, right. Or is near you, you know, and, and right. That's a good friend would do. Right. Someone who actually cares. Exactly. And, you know, but it's, you know, sometimes when you lose track of that person mm-hmm. and they go AWOL and is it your responsibility well, the army it kind of is because you can actually get in trouble for what your battle buddy does. Huh, or you really? Could. I don't know. Um, uh, or at least they'll yell at you. <laughs> and and I got yelled at a bunch with Griff, but also he got yelled at a, a few times with some things that I did. Um, so uh, <laughs> yeah, um, but but your battle buddy is supposed to be looking out for you. But again, you know, am I am I my brother's keeper? Um, yes or no? And in New Jack City. New Jack City. They said no. <laughs> they shot somebody or something. Um, no. um, anyway, one of my favorite movies. Um, but, you know, looking out for your friend, maybe you recognize those things. Um, yeah. But, but, but again, you know, go, sorry, meandering at this point, but, but go back to the mentality that you have to have in order not to go AWOL literally or maybe figuratively mm-hmm. within your own life. Any thoughts? Uh, well, I've never gone AWOL on anything. <laughs> but I, I do, I am faced with it a lot, and I do think about it a lot, and I do uh, get angry when people do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, the term AWOL in the military sense is one thing, right? You know, way without leave or whatever. You, you're you're being paid to do something and you don't show up. Right. That's I, I guess that's one level. I've had that happen. I've had... Um, I suppose we could go through the the spectrum of a wall. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I, we won't hit them all because there's probably millions of it. But yes. like I've had, um, you know, contractors like in yeah. my business, they just like go dark, and you're like, it's a four week project. They're two weeks in, and they just like stop responding to you. Right. <laughs> you're like, uh, what's going on? And you just don't hear anything. I've literally had that happen like uh, last August. You know, yeah. or somewhere in there. Yeah, and it's like. Um, Hello. <laughs> I mean, we, we got two weeks. What's going on? And then, like, nothing, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't understand that one. I mean, I, you know, I after the fact, you know, did the old uh, saw him in the grocery store after action review. <laughs> like, hey, you're a bastard. What happened? Um, you know, they, they told me they were overwhelmed mm-hmm. with their personal life and they took on too much. Yeah. You know, um, which didn't help me. Right. Didn't not make me angry. You yeah, know, it made me more angry. Yep, <laughs> there, I was like, "What the fuck?" There are ramifications um, for other people besides just yourself when you go away. Well, yeah. So uh, you know, uh, I will never work with them again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been asked since then uh, by other people to basic, you know, basically like, "Would you recommend working with this person?" And I had to tell them the truth. Yeah. Um, while I don't, I don't like talking bad about people. I will tell you the truth if you ask me. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. one of the principles that I try to live by. You know, if if you um, 
if you're a fuckhead, then you know. And yeah. another person I know who's a friend of mine wants wants something from this person. Right. I, right. I, I kind of feel obligated to tell you. Well, right. I mean, they've been great, but in this one instance, they just kind of disappeared on me. Yeah, like it's the take it's, it it's as a, you, yeah. it's a fact. Take it as you will. It's um, a fact. I don't know if you ever had anything like that. I'm sure you have. Uh, work wise, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Owning different businesses and having employees, um, you know, and and also, yeah. When I also worked with you too, like we saw contractors do that um, before, and then you know, like sometimes they come in and and save the day at the last minute because that's just their mo. But um, yeah, that's maybe a little bit different. Um, but yes, uh, I've had employees that like. Like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just disappeared. I've never had an employee do that. Well, no, I have, but they eventually yeah. showed back up. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, you ran a uh, restaurant. Yeah. And that's a different type. Uh, yes. No, asshole. it's true. It's a different type. A person who works in a restaurant. I mean, let's be real. It's a different sta- type of employee. Different station in life. Yeah. Than a yeah. professional. Uh, I mean. Uh, uh, than a, a lawyer, a graphic designer. Okay, yeah, <laughs> those yeah. are different professions. Yes. Um, so you know when your graphic designer employee is gone for the day and you don't know where they are, mm-hmm. you kind of are more like, wow, something must be wrong. I should find out what's wrong, right? As opposed to the your hourly employee doesn't show up, you're like, they just blew me off. <sighs> yeah. Um, maybe I, maybe I shouldn't be thinking that way, but no, no. It, it, I mean, I've worked with both. Yeah, it, it depends weird. too. Like. You know, if you were manager, like I was owner of two restaurants, and and I can specifically remember one time to where we had one of our busiest days ever, and I had one employee not show up, and we worked with three employees total. Yeah. Um, uh, on a daily basis, it was you know that was just enough to to make everything you know people made money. It you know. Everything was great, right? But that one person just decided not to show up. You know, not only not or oversleep, but like just not show up the entire shift. And you know, so it's me and one other person trying to deal with the entire restaurant. Um, and but I also considered everybody that worked for me my kids, mm-hmm. no matter what their age. And so it was. Um, it was. That was a little bit tougher, yeah. Um, because because we, you know, like I wanted them to come back, right? Right. You know, and, yeah. and they were. I mean, technically, they're all replaceable. Um, yeah. You know, but I wanted them to come back, and and I and I felt that that fatherly sense towards them to make sure that you know, like yeah. And, you know, I mean, I would give them books on, you know, the um, yeah, you Stephen Covey book and coach them and yes, and, and, and upon them a little bit. And, how to, and I said that if you're still working at this restaurant in five years and you're not a general manager or the owner of it, then we you need problems. to really rethink yeah, your we problems. Yeah. yeah, and there's some of them that mm-hmm. unfortunately still are there. Yep. Yeah. So there's that, right? Yeah. The employee type situation. Yeah. Um, then you got like uh, like friends. Yep. That kind of go AWOL on you. Yeah. And there's different flavors of that um, that I've experienced. Uh, I guess I can only talk about pet peeves. <laughs> this is going to be a bitch <laughs> episode. But no, really. Um, 
Cause, cause you know, I, I'm sure I've done this stuff to other people. I just, I'm not aware. Sure. So maybe that's how it works. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know where you're like, hey, we're gonna do this thing on Saturday. Cool, let's do it. And yeah. then like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, what? Yeah. You know. Um. Yeah, that one drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it should. It should. <laughs> you're like, or you know, there, there's levels of that, right? There's there's the no show. Mm-hmm. Then there's the like last minute cancel right it's like you know five minutes you're like you're there at the place right and then they're like i'm not going to show up and you're like well technically you told me you weren't coming but you also did the same thing as a no-show right you just yeah it's the timing of it yeah the timing was bad and then there's the um fall off the face of the earth yeah (laughs) Yeah, there's that one where there's that one nobody can find so what is that mindset i mean that's not the like one of the things that that you know, one of the memes that I'll post or one of the things I'll tell people uh, when I'm coaching them or whatever is that, you know, no is a full sentence, you know? Yeah. You can say no. Like if yeah. somebody's like, hey, let's do this thing and you're personally overwhelmed or you've got some more shit going on you can deal with or you simply don't want to do it, you can just say, no, thank you. Right. Um, and we try not to do that with our friends. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's what's better like i think i think you should if you're one of those people and you're like you have trouble saying no mm-hmm. but you are the same person that just blows it off or hides from it yeah i think you should know that that's way worse yes for you personally and your reputation yeah it's way worse than if you simply say i'm too busy no or i don't i'm not into that or whatever right that person might be like oh you know come on or whatever but that's a lot better than and then saying no, it's not going to happen. That's right. a lot better than just like, where the hell were you? You know, true, true. Well, I'm. That's ha- a reputation killer for me because I will not invite you again. Right. I have a problem saving saying no. I do too. I have a huge problem telling people yeah. no. Like it's hard. Yes, it is. I've and, gotten better at it, but and you know. I've gotten better at it too. But I I find myself very busy, mm-hmm. and it, because I also. You, you know, do a lot of stuff. Whether it's to my wife, my kids, um, my friends, uh, you know, I'm I'm extremely busy this week. Yeah. But when you said, well, maybe maybe this was less like saying yes to something because of an obligation, but saying yes because of like, oh, I can go, you know, talk for two hours about fun <laughs> shit um, instead of doing my job. Well, I hope, it's, en- I hope it's enjoyable. Yes, yes, but but you know, I'm ex- I'm extremely busy this week. Yep. Um, and I'm surprised how many, how many things have come up this week where people have asked me to do something, and I've said yes to all of them. And maybe I shouldn't, but at the same time, like, it's, and it's not always out of a sense of obligation. It's like, I also feel like I can do all these things too, right. because it goes back to that mindset of like, I feel like I've prepared myself enough to where, yeah. I know this has to be done. This is going on. So I'm glad you went there because that's one of the things that, I mean, I, I have done coaching with people, um, personal, like not, not just fitness or martial arts, but the actual, like, how do I not be a shitty person coaching? That's always um, good. And one of the things, this will come up a lot. They like, people will say, like, I feel like, like I could think back to some a person in particular. They they said like I feel like people don't like me because I can never get my shit together, yeah. basically. And I think a lot of that 
I think people are going to do that, like ghosting you. Well, they might ghost you because they don't like you. And That's they true, don't too. want to tell you no. Yeah, there is that other There's time. a lot. Well, there's yeah. Ghosting conversation is a whole thing, but yeah. like we're talking about like the no-show, the going AWOL on a on a planned thing or a relationship or whatever. Right. Maybe they're, you know, they're feeling overwhelmed, they're feeling anxiety or whatever that is, mm-hmm. whatever is manifesting them to like not show up and blow you off or whatever. Yeah. They might have a problem saying no, but I think a lot of that comes from them not, ha- or, or us, I shouldn't say them because I've done it too, of us not having uh, a clear set of priorities. Sure. Right. And that sounds like you feel confident that you can handle these things because you have things prioritized. Yeah. You know that, I, well, I can squeeze this in because I know how I'm going to take care of this and I know how I'm going to take care of this. Right. And those are the two most important things. Right. And the also, rest of the shit can just sit till next. Like you know that well, no one's gonna get bent out of shape because right. of this one thing. So right. I'll just move it down the list. I think a lot of people have trouble prioritizing the most important and like just random yeah. crap that's not really important. Right. I I, I know work wise exactly what I need to get done today. Right. And I know about how much time it takes. But but again, you know it, it's. There's there's mindset, but there's also preparation and absolutely. You know, and and I was I mean, you know I, I mean insert a another project into there that I've got going on like, you know then I have the oh shit I've also got to do that like type thing like yeah. that needs to be done today too. Well, that's always going to happen. Yes, um, but then I am trying my best on the preparedness side to say okay i know these things that i've got to do and and i'm saying yes to things that that again are adding to all the things that i have to do um but you know but i haven't i haven't at least this week haven't gotten to the point to where if something unexpected comes up Mm -hmm. then everything falls to shit right and and so can happen so this is another thing you know but but if something unexpected does come up that's when I feel like the mindset comes in. That's right. That you have to have of, of okay, there's all these things, but you know, but then this came up, and this is something that grinds everything. What trumps to a halt. everything else, right? Yeah, and and having the ability to not freak out and go AWOL on yeah. everything and deal with not only that situation but also everything else that you already have to do Mm -hmm. you know and 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 a lot of people i mean what we've always said that every deadline is technically artificial except for like you know being born and dying (laughs) um (laughs) uh, but everything else is is negotiated artificial deadline yeah um but if what is that hitchhiker's guy quote was like i love the what is it i love deadlines i love the whooshing sound they make when they go by right right um but you you if you i don't know i I mean you just have i feel like you have to have a certain mindset in order to know that you know you can get things done right and and oh and i was gonna say that uh that if you know if some things have to be pushed off because they are artificial deadlines then they're pushed off and you know if it's something that you know right you know, then you can explain like, "Hey, this happened." Um, anyway, but well, it, that's the other side of it too. Is like, if if someone is like, basically blows you blows your plans off and doesn't show up, right? You know, like, do you want to know why, or do you care? Well, if it, it's partly communication too, right? If sure. it's like, oh, they didn't show up, 
but you're known for showing up right and you like when you like later you're like man you know flat tire i got screwed or whatever right forgiven right <laughs> you know what exactly I mean? yeah like like you could have called but yeah you know, it's, it's well, i got a flat things. tire because my, my car too. ran over my phone and yeah. both were broken or even if you were like you know what I melted down. Like I was overwhelmed yep. and I freaked yeah. out. Sorry. I will, you know, whatever. Got to be honest with you. Like even that, you know, yeah. I, I think it's, you know, people's egos get in the way. Yeah. Um, you know, which leads the whole thing about not asking for help and, mm-hmm. you know, going to blow you off because they are overwhelmed, but they're just like suddenly, suddenly they tried prioritizing the prioritizing experiment and they put you at the bottom, but they forgot that you're a person and you had a, had an, a, a thing that you agreed to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they but just it, put you lower and whatever. You know, you're going to take it personally. Mm-hmm. But if, if they're communicating with you properly, I think you can get away with a lot of stuff. I mean. Well, that's why I say, too, like with the situation with the, the 23-year-old at Fort Jackson going AWOL. Well, you like, can't just communicate. Well, I don't know. You tell me. You can communicate. If you're it like, doesn't mean that you're going to get what you want. Right. He's not going to just get let home. But if he's like legitimately losing his mind yeah they're gonna help him one way or another yeah you know what i mean like yeah it's not gonna end up where he's ended up now all right you know it's like yeah <laughs> no no and and yes and that's the thing like i mean he's going to jail right for a long time a long time um, like you, you probably wouldn't end up there <laughs> you're still gonna be in the military probably at the end yeah. of the day but well i think i feel like if he just would have gone awol and he's legitimately trying to get home and just you know yeah he's mentally unfit one way or another yeah, they're going to sort that continue out. It. they're going to sort that out sometimes that pressure of being overwhelmed and then not knowing what to do because you you don't right. have the capacity okay again maybe mentally and emotionally literally does not have the capacity right. don't know the person and and trying to give a bit like i would right. i would want in in my former life i'd call him a shit bag but but older i look at things and i go maybe he just had some things wrong with him and he was in the wrong place doing the wrong thing that he never should have been there in the first place it sounds like what it was right um i mean that's usually the case but when you have that pressure and feel overwhelmed you start making mistakes and you will make mistakes make bad decisions right you make bad very well uh you remember that movie very bad things yes (laughs) oh i love and hated that movie (laughs) um but it was just like everything led to yeah. the next bad decision to where That's like how it works. Who, um, and yeah, if you have that ability to stop, if he would have stopped at one point and said, "Fuck," you know, yeah. like, like, you know, uh, I mean, just. Leave your leave your M4 yeah, at the Constantino wire. <laughs> it's out of the way, you know. But, yeah. but if if he just would have stopped at one point, then everything else it would have still sucked. Yeah, but it wouldn't be as bad as it is now. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like that mindset of going AWOL that people have again there, but also your friends and family and everybody else that does it. Yeah, you know. To whatever yep. degree it is, I feel like people just, they feel like they have no other alternative. Yeah. But the truth is, 
you always have an alternative. Yes. There is nothing. There, you, Everything's a decision. Everything's a decision. And, and even doing nothing is you're deciding to do nothing. True. You have to remember that. Yeah. So when, you, <laughs> when, you're, when you're blowing your buddies off, that's a decision. Yeah. That's, that's not like, oh, it's out of my hands. Right. I mean, you decided not to do that. Right. Um, and and but, then if, if there's a reason why you weren't there and you still didn't tell them, you decided not to tell them. Right. You know, so that's just something to keep in the back of your mind. Right. But then everything else that you work on with Warrior Mindset that I try to work on a daily basis, the things that we talk about, you know, sometimes they're negative. Yes. <laughs> but sometimes they're positive. Um, Look, I don't, I don't, I don't dig all the, uh, all the super positive memes all the time. Yeah. You know, you've been posting quotes, you know, th like all just They're like not the all positive. blindly super positive quotes are kind of pointless. Yeah. Like life is probably 75% disappointment. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm not, I'm not being negative. No, I'm no, just no, being no, real. No, I understand. I, I don't know that any time in human history where it's been a hundred percent happy times, no. like for any human being, like, this is not going to happen, you know? Um, no. Well, I, the one I posted today was um, the wisdom of a nurse, which my wife's a nurse. So, um, but Florence Nightingale, I attribute my success to this: I never gave or took an excuse. Mm -hmm. You know, like that right there. I mean, because the mindset that you have going AWOL is you're giving yourself excuses, yeah. That's you're giving it, yourself an out. Yeah, and we. I mean. It's okay to give yourself an out sometimes because then you just beat up on yourself well, constantly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you're giving yourself an excuse to to mm -hmm. rationalize if I do this, you know. But again, you're making a decision, and and having a poor mental mindset can put yeah. you in a place to make very bad decisions. It it took me a long time to realize that that people who are constantly looking to improve themselves and grow really is a minority yeah um and then the people who work on developing the skills to help themselves uh improve and grow is an even bigger minority right i think most people don't it's not that they're like actively like i don't give a shit about growth yeah. or improvement I, yeah. I just don't think most people they don't think about it no they're, i mean whether they improve or or not, it's just kind of haphazard. Like, well, maybe they did because you know they were in a situation and they learned from it and they kept going. But I don't think, I think the minority of people are actively looking at that process. Right. Um, it's, it's true. Well, and, and it kind of goes to something I was telling you about earlier that the difference between positive and negative dissatisfaction. You mm. know, like if uh, I joined the army because I had negative dissatisfaction with my life, I was like fuck this, you know, like yeah. things are not working out. I need to make a change. And certainly did change my life, but it probably wasn't, it ended up being a good decision because it, that's what the decision was. Mm -hmm. And here I am today. Um, and you know, none of that changes for me. Um, but, but the place I was to make the decision was probably not the best place in the world. And so sure. again, you may, you can make bad decisions right. Yeah, because of the negative um, dissatisfaction you have. If you have positive dissatisfaction, maybe that's, you know, the, um, this sucks. However, there are still things that are pretty good. How can I make mm -hmm. everything better as opposed to this sucks, I hate it. And I'm gonna use the hate to fuel everything that I do. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? that hate 
is jet fuel. <laughs> yeah. Right? It and is, yeah. and it burns hot and it yeah. burns fast yeah. and it goes away. Yep. And then what? Yeah. Then can you sustain, you know That level's hard to sustain man right exactly yeah. now there's some people that do it for yeah. the rest of their life well, they're, they're really angry you know i mean it's 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 yeah <laughs> that chip's big bruce banner i'm angry all the time <laughs> yeah. um but but for the most part like you know that it's not a real human that's yeah it's you know you, you if you do everything from a point of hate then things i i feel could go very poorly for you yeah but if you go from, you know, this sucks, I've got to live through the suck, I've got to make things better, mm -hmm. and there are still good things in my life. If you can point out the good things, if he could have pointed out at the Constantino Rider, about to hop from the Army base onto, you know, uh, state, from federal land to state land, if he could have gone... Yeah, but when I get through this, I'm going to be this. Well, yeah. yeah, but I mean, I mean, fine. You never go back to basic training. But if he just wanted to said, oh, you know, like this is fucking stupid. What am I doing? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, gone back. Yeah. Or, or like I said, left the M4 or there the and M then just started walking bushes. all the way to New Jersey. You yeah. know, like, like that's going to be better than what he. Ended yes. up doing, um, but if you, but if he could have identified something that is actually good in his life, right? Then you're not so desperate anymore, yeah. and you don't make those decisions. And maybe it's you know, and from that point of desperation that you know everything's in on you, then that's where the bad decisions come from. But but if you can stop for that one second, breathe, yeah, and go. Wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Not a good idea. No, but again, <laughs> you know, can you do that at twenty three? Can you do that at fifty three? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If, if at fifty three, you know, I I come to a situation to where, um, you know, I'm I'm forced with like, how do I deal with this? And I just want to go down that bad road. Yeah. Am I going to do that? I don't know. I don't know, but but my track record, as I've gotten older. And as I've been able to explore more of this and, and think about it, mm -hmm. get, you know, and again, you know, if that's privilege or not, I don't care. It's, you know, I've taken the time. It's experience. I've taken the time when I was poor and I've taken yeah. the time when I wasn't poor in order to think about the things that, yeah. that matter to me. And, and, you know, that was really the bridge mm -hmm. to get to a better point in life. So I'm hoping that when I come up against whatever it is that, you know, whether it's later on <laughs> um, today or if it's later on in life that, that I make better choices because I've prepared myself, put myself in better mindsets mm -hmm. on a daily basis. Oh, oh on a minute-by-minute -minute basis, you know, because what, there's, uh, is it like there's a hundred and or 1,440 minutes in a day, something like that. I'm going to go with that. Um, that's what Les Brown said. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's there's 1,440 minutes in a day. And it's 1,000, yeah, 1,440 opportunities to change things for yourself or change True. things for other people or whatever it happens to be. But I, I feel like on a minute-by-minute -minute basis, I try, or at least I set, like, reminders for myself, mm -hmm. 
you know, whether it's the morning journaling, whether it's, you know, like a something that comes up on my phone, like pictures Man, of my kids. You the know. bar is so low. It is. In life. It should be. Especially nowadays. Yeah. Like, I mean, seriously, the bar is so low to yeah. be excellent. Yeah. Um, it I, I, I baffles me why more people don't try to be excellent. Sure. And, uh, yeah, the bar is low. Yeah. Doesn't take much. So it could be excellent. <laughs> excellent, dudes. That was my Bill and Ted. Uh, good job. Apparently, that's a hard accent. Too. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's a good subject, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna study some more about a wall, and we didn't really get into des- desertion, but uh, no, that's just that's a whole yeah, yeah it's a different yeah. ball of cheese, but um, yeah, but that was that was cool. Um, we'll get some links up and uh, see what everybody else thinks about it. So Sounds good, cool.